Let us not be weary in well-doing, for in due season we shall reap if we faint not. Believers have God's promise that when we faithfully obey Him and don't give up, we will enjoy the very best returns. Let the Lord encourage your heart as Joe Vasek, pastor of Northeast Baptist Church of Danbury, Connecticut, urges us to stay the course. The Bible says in Jeremiah 31, 14, My people shall be satisfied with my goodness, saith the Lord. Here's something we're taught from the time we're small. God is good. We learn that little prayer, God is great, God is good. Let us thank him for the food. In Sunday school, we're taught the song, God is so good. God is so good. God is so good. He's so good to me. Now, really, what's the point in all this talk about God's goodness? Is this just a little feel-good slogan? Or is God telling us something important? Let me read you a few verses that proclaim God's goodness. Exodus 34, 6. The Lord God, merciful and gracious, long-suffering, and abundant in goodness and truth. Psalm 33, 5. The earth is full of the goodness of the Lord. Psalm 34, 8. O taste and see that the Lord is good. Psalm 52, 1. The goodness of God endureth continually. Psalm 145, 9. The Lord is good to all. Lamentations 3.25 The Lord is good unto them that wait for Him. Romans 11.22 Behold the goodness of God. So I ask again, what's the point of me knowing that God is good? It would seem that if life is so difficult, and yet God is so good, there must be a disconnect somewhere. I've got to conclude that God is sort of far removed and irrelevant. But no, the fact is, Some of the people who suffer the most in this life are those who shout the loudest that God is good. Why is that? It's because they're looking at the goodness of God from a different perspective than everyone else. God is good means that God is the source of all that is good in this world. God is good means that nothing that God does is bad. It means that God is incapable of desiring or doing evil. God is good means that God is always right, and God always does what is right. It means that God defines what good is. If God says it's good, then it's good. And if I disagree, then I'm wrong. It means that God is always fair, and He's incapable of being unfair. It means that if something comes from God, it's good. And that if something is good, it came from God. It means that if good happened to you, then God did it. It means that if evil came to you, it didn't come from God. It means that God is always working for the good of those who want God's goodness. It means that when God allows a short-term evil, it's to accomplish a long-term good. It means that when God does allow a limited evil in order to accomplish unlimited good, everyone who trusts God's goodness will enjoy the good. And those who reject God's goodness will suffer the evil. God is good means that God is always in the business of advancing good. God is always working to make good happen for as many people as want his goodness. When you look at this crazy, messed up, awful world, and then you hear that the Bible emphasizes that God is good, 
that there's an all-powerful, all-knowing God who has the ability to fix all the problems of the world. And your response is, if God is good, then how come there's all these problems in the world? You're failing to factor in one major component of God's world, and that is man's God-given freedom to choose. When you fail to factor in man's freedom to choose and the long-term consequences of man's choices, the picture doesn't make sense at all. God's goodness can only be seen by those who choose to let God in. God's not a bully. He doesn't force his way into anybody's life or home or school, into any society, into any situation. But how foolish we are, how stupid we are when we work so hard to lock God out. We don't want his name on our money. We don't want his name in our Pledge of Allegiance. We don't want his book in our schools. We don't want his commandments in our court buildings. We don't want a national day of prayer. We lock him out of everything. And then when a tragedy happens, the very same people who fought to keep him out turn right around and blame him. See, why would a loving God let that happen? Well, you kicked him out. You decided to go it alone, to be on your own, to leave God out of everything. My people shall be satisfied with my goodness the people who choose to trust God, the people who choose to let him into their lives. They're the people who enjoy the benefits of God's goodness. What does everybody else get? You get life without God because you chose life without God. Tough circumstances happen to everybody at some point. That's the nature of life in this sin-cursed world. The question is whether you're going to go through it with God or without God. If you go through it with God, you're going to see his goodness at work. If you go through it without God, nothing's going to make sense to you. My people shall be satisfied with my goodness. God's goodness completely satisfies those who believe him, those who seek him, those who are close to him. Child of God, your good God has many good things prepared for you. Stay the course. We pray that today's program was a blessing to you. If you have any questions or comments, we'd love to hear from you. You can email us at staythecourse at nbcdanbury.org. God bless you. So dear Christian, stay.